Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode 103. This episode is Katie Harden, who is a, a friend of mine. We met back in, I believe, the Chicago of last year, at the last Star Wars celebration. Um, Katie and I met. We uh, did this Millennium Falcon uh, experience with uh, previous guest Savannah Odin as well. Uh, it was a good time, but uh, Katie is a flight attendant, uh, not a stewardess. I call them stewardesses, and apparently that's wrong. And then she taught me the correct term, and then I still said stewardess at the end of this. So forgive me. It happens. I'm working on it. Uh, yeah, so how cool is that? Uh, the second I realized that, I was like, I have so many questions. You need to come on the show. And she's so great. She's so nice. She's from Milwaukee. So obviously we had to talk about cheese. I love cheese. So we talked about different kinds of cheese. Did you know cheese uh, could be curds and also cold? I had no idea. Anyway, save that for the show. Talk about cheese curds. Uh, we talk about how she uh, became a flight attendant. We talk about the term flight attendant that I just learned. Uh, we talk about what exactly that job entails, what the schedule is like, common misconceptions about it, her favorite airport, her longest flight, all kinds of stuff. little behind-the-scenes look at, uh, at how being a flight attendant works, different airports, airplanes. A bunch of, if you've had questions about flight attendants, most likely it gets answered in this episode, and Katie is awesome. So let's just do it. Let's get into it. Here we go. Please enjoy the interesting podcast, episode number 103 with Katie Harden. Theme song time. off that's good right yeah last day off before about another five days on is that usually how it works yeah um it's usually about two or three days off and then i try to set it up where it's i get like three days off and then four days on nice nice not bad sometimes yeah sometimes it changes a little bit but sure as with most jobs i assume yeah yeah it gets a little crazy right on it's always good to have days off though yeah i enjoy them yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, what are those, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Man. So you're you're an hour behind me. So where are you? (laughs) Yes, I am up in the Milwaukee area. Oh, Um, Wisconsin. Yes. So I'm in Pewaukee, which is about 20 minutes west of Milwaukee. Okay. I've never been to Wisconsin. It's awesome. Are you from there? Yes, born and raised. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. So you can handle winter. Yeah, unfortunately. I wish I didn't have to, but <laughs> kind of comes with it. <laughs> For real. Is yeah. Is it true that cheese is a big thing there? Cheese is huge here. Really? So the big thing is like the cheese curds. Oh. And you can either get them like fresh and cold or fried. I personally do not like the fried ones, really? which everyone here thinks is crazy. I like the <laughs> cold ones. And if you buy like a fresh bag of them at the store mm-hmm. and you chew them and they squeak like mm-hmm. in your teeth, like that's how you know they're really fresh. Oh, weird. Yeah. A little cheese tip for you. Cheese tip. Huh. What's your favorite kind of cheese? <laughs> um, I really like Munster or Pepper Jack. Wow. Those are unconventional mm-hmm. choices. Yeah. They're pretty good. Munster. I don't think I've ever had Munster cheese. Munster. No, it's like a it's like a white cheese uh-huh. with um I don't know there's like a little the outside of it is kind of like orange oh like Weird. it has an interesting flavor I like it it's different but I like okay. it okay <laughs> Munster cheese I've had Pepper Jack for sure yeah Some, Pepper Jack that that one's a little more common because they have Pepper Jack at like Subway or something like that but right. yeah Munster Munster is a little different huh. I'm yeah. bo- I'm boring, so cheddar. It's obviously cheddar. Well, you can't go wrong with cheddar. That's what I'm saying, right? Play the hits. Yeah, exactly. You got the classics with cheese. So cheese curds is a big thing. I didn't know cheese curds. Cheese yep. curds cold was a thing. Yes. Huh. Yeah, that's more. That's like so. With like work, we have um, 
a lot of people stay at in Milwaukee overnight and they never have been here before. So I'm always recommending we have an area downtown called the public market and it's all like locally sourced food and and like crafts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm always recommending to get the cold cheese curds because you can get fried cheese curds wherever you go. Right. But it's it's those cold ones that you got to try when you're here. Oh, okay. It's a it's yeah. an area thing. Mm-hmm. And do they have all different kinds of cheese for these cheese curds, or is there usually? Oh, yeah. Okay. Does yeah, all, does all cheese come in curd? That is a really excellent question, actually. Thank I'm not sure much. if you can curd any cheese. <laughs> I would assume I would assume you can. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm not um, not too sure about that one. Uh-oh, Katie. Uh-oh. We're, we're, I know. We found the limit of your cheese knowledge. <laughs> I've reached the end. <laughs> I like that curd is now a verb. These are yeah, the you, can, that you curd it. You curd yeah. it, yes. I mean, it's. I guess it makes sense, you know, like curdle milk, except that's a bad thing. Yeah, you don't want that. It's a good thing when it's cheese, but milk, that's, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> you don't want to curdle cheese, but you do want to curd cheese. Curd. You curd what it. What a yep. weird word. Curd. <laughs> You ever have those words where you say it over and over and then you say while, it more and more? Yes. And then you're like, that's not a word. I got to be saying yeah, it wrong. It doesn't sound right anymore. Yes. That's me and the word bowl. Anytime bowl. I say bowl. If you say bowl like five times in a row, you're like, bowl. am I saying that right? Bowl? That's a now word? It bowl. Right? Wait, bowl or bowl? bowl? Like a bowl, like a dish? Yeah, like or a, a bowl, like an animal? Like a cereal bowl. Bowl. I know. It's weird. Yeah, now right? that doesn't sound right. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the plight of being me. Oh Bowl. And now curd. Huh. Interesting. I know what I learned today. You love words, don't I, you? <laughs> sometimes, if I knew how to speak. They're great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from North Carolina, so we don't enunciate. You just kind of mesh it's it just all, yeah, slurs. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I have an uncle who is, I can understand him, but my wife can't. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> So you have to be like fun. the translator. Yeah, so that's always fun. He'll like tell this story, and then I'll just start laughing, and I'm laughing too. And she's like, "Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it." <laughs> yeah, that's probably how people feel about the massive amounts of cheese knowledge that we're dropping here today. Yeah, I'm sure it's riveting. <laughs> I wonder if there's certain cheeses that would be better as a curd than like alternatively, and if there are some so cheeses that you never. Curd. I... So from experience, yes, one go. of my favorite cheese curds is like, so I'm not like a dill pickle fan, okay. but there's a dill cheese oh. like that has dill in it, Weird. obviously, but it's like, it's a white cheese with dill. Huh. And I like that. I've never seen it in a non-curd form. I've only seen it in cheese curd form. Sure. So maybe that is just a curd cheese instead of, like, a sliced cheese. I'm not sure. Huh. You know what just occurred to me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't pass it. I'm sorry. That was, that was, that was golden. <laughs> <laughs> My last name is Balance, all right? I live in puns. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take that opportunity. <laughs> exactly. They're, they, they don't come up that well that often either. <laughs> Words. I'm not good at them. Oh, I love words. <laughs> yeah, my God. Cheese. I like cheese. Cheese is good. Milwaukee. Cheese is so, yeah. You and I met at Celebration last year. Yes. Well, did we meet awesome. just this one in Chicago, or did we meet in Orlando? We may have met at the meetup for the Orlando. One? Yes. I think in Orlando very briefly, but then we actually like got to talk to each other in Chicago. Yes. Which okay. was awesome. Yes. Because I remember we did that Millennium Falcon thing. Yes, that group. was so cool. We got that like tour. Yeah, that yeah, was fun. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. I'm so excited. Because I remember I had to be the translator for the Mandalorian panel because I was the one that got in. And then I came back and I was like, here's everything I saw. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you gave yeah. us the inside scoop on that one. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't have the heart to tell you. I have the memory of an Alzheimer's patient. So I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> Half well, I hope you told us the truth. I'm sure. You're just like okay, I'm filling sure. in the gaps yeah. with what sounded good to you. Yeah, I'm sure I told the truth. I'm not sure I told the whole truth. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I was, as long as what you told us is true, I'll is, accept yes, that. That is 100. Okay. percent I can stand on that ground. 
Uh, That's good. <laughs> but I cannot in full clear conscience say that I told you everything that happened. That's uh, okay. It leaves a little bit more to be surprised yeah, by in November. That's so right. I, that's I fine. like that mentality because it lets okay. me off the hook. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I found out shortly after uh, that you were a stewardess. Yes. Which is a fascinating career path. It's so much fun. I always fun. think about all the time. And I've been traveling a whole lot more. So now I think about it even more. Okay. And I'm wondering, was that something you always wanted to do? or? Yeah. So for the last maybe, you know, four or five years, mm-hmm. I kind of decided that's where I wanted to get to. Right um, growing up, I always traveled with a lot with my family. Um, so that's always been like a bug. I've always had the travel bug. And then... Um, I've been in customer service for about the past 10 plus years for work. So I figured, you know, I'd combine the two and then I get to travel all the time and talk to people. Um, And then it just timing worked out well enough uh, last year where I was able to finally um, get into this job. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. The perfect match of the two. Yeah, it's great. I, I absolutely love it. I've been doing it for about a year now. Nice. You still like it? Yeah. That's yeah. Important. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And everyone always says it's like if you can make it through the first year, yep. that's where it, like it just all starts getting better after that. So makes and sense. I just yeah. Last week I just hit my one year mark. So. There you go. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. You made it past the year. I did. Yeah. And you didn't do anything that got you fired. So that's good. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I'm doing well in that case. Yeah. <laughs> so far so good. <laughs> yeah. Pour some out for the ones that didn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, it, so is being a stewardess is because I have zero frame of reference whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Is that something you have to go to school for? Do you do on the job? Do you have to kill yeah. the person who had it before and then take their yeah. identity? You just take yeah, yeah, yeah I knew it. survival of the fittest I on that one. Knew it. Yeah. So each airline depends on um, the airline that you're working for. Their training timeline is a little bit different. Um, mine was 31 days and we had our training center in Salt Lake city. So I basically got the job when I was in the airport on my way down to Walt Disney world. I got the email saying I got the job. So I got to celebrate at Disney, which was pretty fun. Sweet. Um, and then like not even two weeks after I got back, I like packed everything up and I headed to training for a month. Wow. And it was pretty, it was like 31 days straight every day. I had two days off within those 31 days. But other than that, it was every single day Wow. for probably at least 12 hours a day um, really? of training. Yeah. And the, the majority of the training time is all like emergency training and, oh. you know, medical and evacuations, all that kind of stuff. Whereas you know, the majority of our job is actually, you know, we're serving and stuff like that. Right. But we only get maybe two days worth of training in that where everything else is all of the safety stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have to like stand up in front of the class and give the safety belt? Yeah. Yeah. We all had to take our turn doing the, the fun demo that nobody pays attention to, <laughs> but you are required to do it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> It yeah. makes you feel any better. I pay attention. Well, I appreciate that. There's yeah. you can always tell. There's maybe one or two people that are actually like looking at you and doing it. I honestly prefer if people aren't looking at me because it kind of takes the pressure off of <laughs> getting it right. Yeah, that's fair. I'm actually yeah. I, I have a little notepad that I critique. I'm like, not my belt. No. Nope. Why oh, you? So you're rating everybody. Yep, it's been a perfect okay. score so far. But just saying. Wow. I'm on the flight. None of that okay. is true. I might be a little intimidated now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually a plant from your teachers at school. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like Sky Marshals, you know? It's like you don't so know which one it is. you have to pass off on these. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I, I hand a post-it note to the captain at the end. I'm like, yeah. yeah. All right. Not bad. <laughs> or you better, you better call her supervisor. She's yeah. not performing <laughs> exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I asked for pretzels and he gave me Cheez-Its. Oh, Just saying. And then that's like out. the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> It is funny when you offer cheese it's to people. Think people think you're saying Jesus. So it's like, <laughs> do you want cookies or Jesus? And they're like, I'm sorry, Jesus. Yes, cheese it. That's right. You're in Milwaukee. <laughs> it's please, very all right. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I'll have I mean, both, please. 
yeah, you can have Jesus as well, but That's right, you yeah. can also have Cheez-Its if you'd like. We're a full-service airline. Uh, yeah, we, get, <laughs> we don't hold back here. That's right. You get it all. That's so funny. How many? How many? Do you know how many flights you've been on? Uh, you know, somebody just asked me this question like two hours ago, and there's yeah. an app I need to get where I can log all of my trips, oh, that's and it cool. will show me. Yeah, it'll show me all my flights and all my miles that I've flown, and like put it on a map too, so I can see all the places I've been to. Oh, that's um, cool. I have yet to do it, okay. but. <laughs> I uh, it's it, a cool idea. Over the past year, it is in theory like it'd be great. I'd love to yeah. have that information because <laughs> I get asked that all the time. You think I do it by now? Um, but you know what? I probably when I'm working, like if I'm on a four day trip or something, each day I average about three flights per trip. Wow! So you know, it's like twelve flights a trip. I don't know. I want to say I've done what 500 flights since starting somewhere in there it's a lot yeah (laughs) goodness so are you at the point now where like turbulence you're like oh please oh yeah it (laughs) it doesn't even okay there was one just a couple weeks ago we had really really bad turbulence i I could like i could see people leaving their seats and like it was it was pretty bad but Oh. I know it like scared me for like one second and then I was like, oh, you know, we're good. We're good. This is, this is normal. It happens all the time. Oh man. One so, in a year. Yeah. That's not bad. And 500 flights. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty good average. So, and yeah. And you know, they reassure us in training that, you know, there's nothing to worry about with turbulence. It's normal. It's just like hitting speed bumps in the air. So you're fine. Yeah. It's fine. Fine. We're all yeah. fine. No big deal. Everyone's fine here. Sheesh. Yeah, I still get nervous. What's weird about me is I have I always look at the safety card, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, in case of uh, we land in the water, here are where the rafts are, here's all the stuff is. And I like memorize it. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm always traveling over land. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's like good information to know, but you won't need it because you're all. not going over the water. That's what I'm saying every <laughs> time. And like it's a force of habit because I just look at them. I'm like, all right, cool. I am totally prepared in case we uh-huh. land in water. And I'm always flying inland. And I'm like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Because I like take you know it what, really though? serious. That's good, though, because we will need at least one person <laughs> yeah. that knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so you can be that guy. I will. No matter what. Yeah. In the event <laughs> that from Florida to California, we decide to go the opposite direction over water. <laughs> you could pass over a really big lake. That's true. You know, you never know. You know what? That's a good point. Sully so landed a plane in the Hudson. So it's exactly there. You go. Not bad so at all. Never a bad idea to be prepared. That is a great bit of validation. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. There That's you awesome. go. Yeah, it makes me feel a little better. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I could help. Sheesh! I'm like I'm such an idiot. I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, oh yeah, Detroit. They're known for their ocean. It's nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of them there. <laughs> Good lord. Do you have a favorite airport? Favorite? Okay, I'm very very biased and i like the milwaukee airport a lot that's fair um because it's not you know it's a little smaller sure and it's just you know it makes me feel like i'm home because i grew up flying in and out of that one um i am based out of o'hare in chicago so i'm very familiar with that one i'm not a huge fan of it because it's so massive yep and it takes forever to if you're like if you're on united they're in like four different terminals or four different concourses. So you have to go sometimes like 20 minutes just to get to a different gate. So it can be, yeah, it can be a lot while you're, you know, carrying everything and the uniform's very, very toasty. So, oh boy. Yeah. It can be pretty warm. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, it's not so fun hauling all that stuff to the airport, but um, I can tell you my least favorite airport is Atlanta. Oh, fair. That is fair. I, avoid that airport like the plague <laughs> it, I is mean, it is awful massive yeah and, and i think it was just ranked the busiest airport in the world yeah i believe it so I yeah i am not a fan of that one i remember flying into atlanta one time and we like had to wait for landing and looking into like the sky around us there were planes all around us like isn't that circling. cool you can kind of see them lined up yeah. like ready to land i was like that's kind of cool yeah it's so weird <laughs> Yeah, Atlanta. It must, yeah, it's crazy. It can get so backed up that nobody can even get 
on the, you know, there's so many planes waiting to take off that there's no room for anybody to land. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Man, I just flew into San Francisco and mm-hmm. their airport is being worked on because it had like one runway open or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Whew, that adds a few hours to delays. They, I think they were estimating an average of about three hours for Ooh. delays while that was closed. It just opened back up a couple of days ago. But oh, sweet. Yeah. Just I know. It. I was so <laughs> glad. Like, I don't do too much flying out on the West Coast. So I was really happy yeah. <laughs> during that time that I didn't have to deal with that. Sure. Man. Some people did not handle it well. Um, there was one yeah, I can imagine. Smashed. <laughs> she, this one woman oh, got no. so drunk and she was walking around. And she just like would sit at tables, and be like, "Hi, I'm gonna bother you. So where are you going?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm going over here." And she's like, All right, "Oh, cool. and then wow!" She, she was walking. She fell over and knocked over a chair <gasps> at the table next to us, and she was surprised because she was so <laughs> drunk that she didn't realize what happened. She just was on the floor. I was oh like, are gosh. you okay? She's like, what happened? I'm good. All right, so over here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm fine. Yeah, I was like, no, you're good. Here's your bag. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, people are funny. I like the, Yeah, I airports like the are great for people watching. I like the Detroit airport a lot. Detroit is nice. Yeah, it's, it's really long. Yes. Like, if you land at one end and you have to make a connection, you could be at the completely opposite end. And there's, you know, there's like 90 gates yeah. that you have to... <laughs> That's Walk true. Past. Yeah. But you got but that it's, tram. It's a nice one. The tram's what makes it for me. There's like that a, is the a Delta, game changer. The Delta train thing that's mm-hmm. like up there. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever because you don't have to run anymore. That was, they were, I think, like remodeling the track or something for maybe four months. Ooh. So it was out of service. Oh, no. And that was during the winter, so there's already, like, snow delays. And then I've got everybody saying, I have all these connections. And I'm like, you can take Ooh. the tram. Just kidding. You can't. It's out of order, so oh, it's going to take you twice no. as long to get down to your connection. Ooh. That is never fun to have to deal with. I bet. Customer service, man. And traveling, people are already pretty tense. That Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do not yeah, want huge. Yeah, a huge part of the job is just dealing with a lot of angry people and trying to make them a little bit less angry. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> as much as you can. Yeah. Good Lord. And you've got to be the messenger, which has got to be the worst part of it. Because you're exactly. Because like, I'm, I'm stuck in the middle. Rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's yeah. been delayed four hours. What? I, yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not any more happy about it than you are because <laughs> yeah. I'm also sitting on this plane. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand I'm wearing the colors of the people that hurt you, but... <laughs> <laughs> I am not one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, was it was it a tough job to learn? Um, at first it was more just like ner- it's not it is not a difficult job. Um, mm-hmm. but it was more nerves of um kind of the stuff you have to do as you're preparing for takeoff. Um, like all the like safety checks and everything you have to do, making sure you get all of that done before you take off then once you're like in the air it's a piece of cake sure um but it was yeah at first it was just kind of the nerves of making sure i do everything right and i'm following all the regulations and um that was a little hard to get used to took a couple weeks to kind of get you know comfortable with that and then once you've got that down and you're used to it it's it's really pretty easy well that's good it's force yeah. a habit, I guess, after a while. It is. Yeah, it is. And we have, um, we fly four different types of aircraft with my company. So we cool. have to learn like um, all the different kinds. And one of them is is a really small one. It's just a 50-seater. So there's only one flight Whoa. attendant. Whoa. So that was an adjustment, figuring out how to do everything on your own in the back. Sure. Um, but it's it can be fun. It gets lonely if it's a really long flight because you don't have any anyone working with you to like talk to sure um, but yeah i i like those those are pretty fun man those are the ones that like have chicken coops in the back and stuff yeah exactly yeah i knew it i knew it <laughs> that's very common yeah i knew i knew it i knew it movies don't lie <laughs> no not at all so they're very accurate do you yeah. get to pick what flights you go on um or do they like assign not you? really so the, yeah they pretty much assign me um the position I'm in, I'm. It's called being on reserve. So I'm essentially the days that I'm working, I'm on call. Oh, cool. So they assign me to, you know, if somebody calls out sick or they call out because they don't feel like working or whatever, they will put me on that flight. Sure. So it's kind. Of, it's different every time. I never really know 
where I'm going. Sometimes they'll give me things um, up to five days ahead of time. I'll know where I'm going. But up until then, I have no idea I could go anywhere. Sure. Man. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I It's bet. always different. Yeah. Wow. What's the longest flight you've ever been on? For work? Yes. It was probably four and a half hours. Not bad. Not bad. Which is not too bad. Yeah, we don't, we're regional, so we don't do huge international flights. Gotcha. Um, we only go between, like, the only international is Canada and Mexico. Cool. Um, so I've been to Canada a few times. Haven't done any Mexico flights yet, but Canada several times. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's cool. What's the longest flight yeah. you've been on in life? In life, probably 14 hours because I went over to China. Ooh, what was that like? Yeah, it was, so I got to go twice um, and kind of experienced two different areas. The first time um, was when I was 12. We went, our our whole family went over because we adopted my two youngest sisters. Right. Um, so that was a big family trip. That was really cool. And it was a whole different experience because we were, you know, getting two new family members. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was more of um, not so much sightseeing um it was kind of we had to be in certain areas sure um then the second time i went back was 10 years ago i went with my um sister and we went on it was a mission trip over there to work in orphanages so we were kind of seeing a different part of china than we did the first time um because it was more in like the rural areas where it's not so touristy right um, so that was that was a little eye opening because we got to walk around this little village where it was just very you know it was very poor and kind of like farm life. Sure. Um, where before we were staying in the bigger cities when we were there the first time. Wow, that's pretty neat seeing both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool to be able to experience it in different ways. Sure. And a fourteen hour flight, goodness. Yeah, that was long. That's a bit. That is a <laughs> that bit. was that was a long flight. Yeesh. Was it a big plane? Had to have been, right? Those, those long ones have to be. Yeah. Big. Yeah. That one was a big one. I think it was one where you have like the, it's like four and there's then the middle row that has four seats and then four on the right. So yeah, it's a big, that's a big plane. I think that the first, actually the first plane I ever was on was one of those. And it was a okay. straight shot from Miami to San Francisco. It was like six and a half hour flight. That's a long flight. Yeah. It was, pre- it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But that was my first time on a plane. So I was like, what is this? Oh, no kidding. It was massive. That's, yeah. That's a big one to be on for the first flight. A little bit. A little bit. Two yeah. aisles. I was like, what is this? And I haven't been on a plane that size since. So now I'm like, okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. So you've gotten used to the smaller ones now. Yes. Significantly. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a very small airport like at two hours north of where I'm at that my wife's family takes all the time. And it's one of those mm-hmm. like chicken ones. So it's very oh, with sm- like, yeah, like the, whole f- the Z- ones that I'm flying. <laughs> yeah. Zero amenities. Like there's like, yeah, they took out the carpet for aerodynamics. Uh, it's one of those. And I was like, wow. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> it's like a little, one of the little prop planes. Yeah. A little tiny ones, you know, it runs on hopes yeah. and dreams. <laughs> yeah. Duct tape holding some of the wing together. That's right. That's right. You just yeah. reapply every time you land. Yeah. Those there's are a great. System. Yeah. There's a system Super here. safe. <laughs> My goodness. Where, so was the job, I've talked to a lot of people who like wanted to do something and then they did it. Was yeah. being a stewardess different than what you expected it to be? Not, I honestly didn't have too many expectations going into it as far as what the job would be because I honestly had no idea what I was in for. I knew that I would be flying a lot, but I, I really had no idea. So I guess it's, it's different in that I'm, I'm learning a lot of like the, the back end of things with operations and and that kind of stuff and seeing how all of that works. Um, so I didn't. I didn't know that I would be learning as much as I am about how kind of all the airlines and airports run. Right. Um, so it's all been in good ways that it's different. That's good. Yeah. Do you look at, yeah. do you look at planes differently now when you fly, like not for work? I, I do. Cause now like I've gotten familiar with the different types of planes. So I'm always kind of looking at them and see if I can figure out, you know, which one is which and, um, I'm always looking at where the exits are and kind of getting familiar with that 
but yeah. And then I also look at it and like, I don't even want to get on that plane because <laughs> I'm on it for work. Sure. That makes <laughs> so sense. I don't even, yeah. I don't even want to get on a plane, but I want to take advantage of the fact that I can travel. So I just suck it up and I get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. Man. So like when they're doing the, the checks and stuff and you're a passenger, you're like, not bad. Not bad. All right. Okay. Oh, hold on. Oh, you... I just tune out. I'm yeah. so done. <laughs> I'm so done with the job. You're like, I don't want to be. My headphones are in. <laughs> I'm sleeping. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not even paying attention, except when they're actually doing the service. Then I'm, I'm actually like, taking notes sometimes of like how to do things or how not to do things. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Left hand buckle, right hand clasp. Got it. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like her method. That's, That's right. Okay. <laughs> Eye contact. Too intense. Too intense. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got to reel that back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what, what are the hours like for a stewardess? You say you're on call. Is this like a, mm -hmm. like you go in the mornings and then your nights? Like how does, how does it even work? Yeah. Yeah. We have two different types of like being on call. So we have airport ready, which is where we're actually sitting at the airport on call ready to go like be oh. at the gate in 15 minutes like if it's a really last minute thing that they need somebody sure and that can be the longest we can be on airport ready is for eight hours um so oh. those can be long days because Ooh. they don't always call you oh, so man. you're just kind of sitting at the airport for eight hours so you find the hidden places in the airports where you can hide <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> the quiet areas or the good places to eat sure. or you just hide in the crew room away from everybody. <laughs> smart, smart. Yeah. And then there's um, just the normal on call where you're um, you have a 12 hour shift every day. Oh, and they usually give you two hours. The the minimum that they can give you to get to the airport is two hours. It can be a little bit more if they have more of a heads up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm they have an AM or a PM shift. So I'm usually on AM, which is 3 AM to 3 PM. Okay. So they can call me anytime in between there and I have to be to the airport, um, ready to go. And then the PM is 9 AM to 9 PM. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So the AM shift has its, uh, perks, but then also, they could call you at 3 a.m. So then yeah. it's not so great to call you that early. But if they don't call you right away in the morning, you can kind of sleep through it. Sure. And then by the time you're up, you've kind of passed half of the time away. And then you're done early if they don't use you. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. There, are, there, there There's worse ways to make a living. There are. Like, I don't mind. And then I'm, since I live in Milwaukee, I'm within the two hours so I can stay home. And then oh, cool. if I need to, I can just drive down that same day. So I don't have to worry. I didn't have to move or anything, which is a huge blessing because that would have been a pain. Yeah, a little bit. Because they, they basically give you, like right out of training, they'll assign you your base. And it, we have, our company has 20 bases throughout the country. So they'll assign you your base. And then oh. you'll have, from the day they assign it to you, basically you have four days to move. And wow. then you're on, and then you start. <laughs> Good Lord. It's like the military. So I'm, it was, yeah, it was pretty intense. I'm really thankful I didn't have to deal with that. Oh, man. Wow. I did not realize that. Like they, yeah. They, they deploy you. Yeah. You're pretty much, you're, once you're out of training, you are their property and they will, <laughs> they send you to where they need you and, and you're starting right away. Oh, man. What would you say are like, like common misconceptions people have about stewardesses? Are, are they Stuart? 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 Stewardess is like the old-fashioned term okay. for it. Well, I mean, old. it's it's more like <laughs> it's the common term for it is flight attendant now. Flight attendant. Um, that makes sense. Yes, but okay. like my grandpa calls me a stew, so oh, right. you know, it's fine. That's different. <laughs> Any anywhere in between, it's fine. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to okay. use. Okay, flight it's attendant. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm gonna write that down. A flight. <laughs> attendant some some people get really offended when you say stewardess wow. i don't care Ooh. like if you it's that's that what they close. are like <laughs> <laughs> you can call me whatever but yeah i guess i flight don't know why attendant. people take offense to it but okay they do and but yeah flight attendant i guess is like i know what i learned today the preferred term <laughs> that makes sense because i was gonna be like what are yeah. dudes called it's okay oh okay. right you're, right, and I think that's uh, why they've changed over to flight attendant is because there's more and more guys getting into the industry. Makes sense. Makes um, sense. Yeah, so I guess. 
Yeah, but yeah, misconceptions. I guess that it's glamorous because it's not. (laughs) A lot of people think that it's like, oh, how great you get to fly, you know, for your job. And then you get to fly, you know, pretty much for free when you're not working. Right. And you have all this time to go explore these cities when really you're putting in sometimes these 12 hour days where by the time you get to the hotel at the end of the night, you're just done and you want to go to bed. (laughs) You don't, you know, sometimes you get in early enough where you can go kind of explore wherever you are for the night, but it's very tiring and it can, it can be very lonely um, because you're, you're gone, you know, you're away from home for three, four or five days at a time, depending on your trip and um yeah, you're working with people, but, you know, usually you don't know the people that you're working with. There's so many people, you're always working with new people. Right. Um, so it can, it can get pretty lonely. You try to, you try to hang out with your crew as much as possible to kind of take that away. But yeah, it can, it can kind of get you. I bet. I bet. Always on the yeah. go. Exactly. It's, it's totally worth it though. I absolutely love it. I it's definitely not a lifestyle for everyone, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> Sure. It's a lot of fun. And if you're wired that way, it's got to be super awesome. Like it's yeah. just some people have that sort of let's do this about them. And then it's, it facilitates that really well, I think. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be hard for, um, I see a lot of like um, single moms doing it. I really? give them so much credit. I don't know Props. how they do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that they can get that done. I don't know how they, I don't know how I would do it. Sure. I don't. I plan on doing this, you know, I'm, you know, I'm single, don't have any kids or anything. So I'm able to do this. So I'm taking that opportunity to do it now. Whereas, you know, hopefully someday I'll get married and have a family and I won't be doing this anymore because I want to be home with my family. Um, so I guess it just works differently for different people, depending on what their preferences are. For sure. For sure. Do -hmm. you, do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to so far that like for exploring and doing cool stuff? Yeah, I, absolutely love anywhere in Colorado. Okay. Um, Colorado's beautiful. Yeah. Nice specifically Colorado, Colorado Springs airport is really yep. pretty. Um, Denver's nice. It's really big, but it's nice. Very big. Um, yeah. Colorado Springs is nice. Cause they, um, where they put us for the night is really close to like the garden of the gods area oh, dude. and some good hiking. And there's a cave that you can go. I took a tour of a cave there. So that's one of my favorite places. I like, Anywhere where I can get out and like go hiking or something like that. That's a good one. Garden of the Gods is so cool. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I just went there last year. Oh, like, awesome. Des- like beginning, I think it was first week of December, November, December, something like that. But man. Woo. Did you get to like drive through all of it? Yeah. And see? Yeah. Yeah. There's the balance, balancing rock there. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. Which I redubbed the balanced rock. The balance rock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense that you had coined that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying it's mine now. Um, yeah, that place is awesome. Yeah. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I love it there. They say that the Denver airport is the best airport in the world. I would say. disagree with that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it does have a Chick-fil-A in it, so that's a huge bonus. Yep. Um, cause I kind of judge airports on whether or not they have a Chick-fil-A in it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. There's so a that, level that, that gives reach. it, yeah, that gives it bonus points for sure. Yeah. I'm on a Popeye's kick lately. Been Popeye. W- you have, wow. Yeah. You've hopped on that bandwagon. I've hopped on the bandwagon. And you know what's weird? I don't even eat the chicken for Popeye's. I eat the shrimp. Okay. I will give that to you. As long as you're not like In the, converting over to no, the Popeye's the, chicken yeah, sandwich. From the chicken wars. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that's different. Yeah, okay. no, 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 no. That's I, acceptable. I don't even eat, like, the Popeye's chicken is really crunchy. And I'm like, all right, all right. But their shrimp is, like, the best shrimp from anywhere. They're, like, spicy not... Cajun shrimp. Oh. I'll take your word for it on that. I've Ooh. never, I'm not a big shrimp person. Really? Well, you're from so, Milwaukee. So, yeah, not not a big seafood thing. Or I, I like seafood, but Milwaukee seafood. is not, like, a big seafood yeah, destination you're, you're, you're more a cheese <laughs> destination i get it yes. And supposedly those don't mix that's what i've heard it's like cheese not, and fish yeah you're not supposed to put cheese on fish 
I do whatever I, mean, I want because I live my best life. But I would do, I I eat cheese with pretty much anything. Yeah, so you have to. I would do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are it's legally just, obligated. There. Yeah, as a Milwaukee as a cheese head. As a cheese head. Yeah, that's, as a cheese head. Such a great term. Do you have a cheese hat? I do not. I think I, like growing up. I think I had a cheese head. Um, what are but we doing here? I I know. I know. You need to get you a cheese hat. I know. I, I really need do need hat. one. <laughs> I don't think I really feel truly validated as a Wisconsinite That's what I'm without saying. a cheese hat. Wisconsinite. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Wisconsinite. Yeah, Wisconsinite. Wow. I know. That is a cool term. Look at all these words we're dissecting today. It's so today. fancy. <laughs> Wisconsinite. See, I know Floridian. But they're not... Floridian. What in the world? That kind of... It's, it's, it's okay. It's yeah, not it's as like regal own... sounding as no, Wisconsinite. It is not. Re- it's Florida. <laughs> it is not regal at all. It's Florida. There's nothing. There's nothing regal about no, Florida. <laughs> we got Florida man, and he is the antithesis to any sort of royalty. Oh, my oh the weirdest stuff happens in Florida. <laughs> Tell me about it. Anytime there's what news is... or headline, I'm like, it's wait for it, wait for it. It's From Florida. gonna be Florida. Yep. Shocker. What have you done the um the search where you search like do Florida and then your birth month. No. And then, like, the news story from that pops up? No. What? Oh, my goodness. You need to do that to what see you what your news story is. You put Florida? So you, you type in, like, Florida and then whatever your birth month is, and then it'll bring up, like, the most popular article from that month in Florida. Really? And it's probably something weird. Like, mine was the guy that got arrested on college campuses for smelling women's feet. (laughs) There. And, of course, it was from Florida. (laughs) Yep. Oh, there's that. And that's tip of the iceberg. My goodness. Florida's Florida's fun. There's so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Florida man. Florida man stories. There's there's a bit in Atlanta. There's a show called Atlanta with uh, Donald Glover. And okay. uh, Brian Henry. It's a hilarious show. But they have this whole bit about Florida Man. And this guy talks about it. He's like, don't go to Florida. He's like, why? Because they got Florida Man there. He's like, what's Florida Man? He goes, well, he they, they called him an alt-right Johnny Appleseed. They're like, <laughs> nobody knows what he looks like or who he is. That's why all the headlines say Florida Man. This is Florida Man. <laughs> it's like, and he talks about it as if it's one person doing all of these ridiculous right. things. <laughs> Which it probably is. It's so funny. It's like... <laughs> ridiculous headlines it's like florida man beats a flamingo to death and they're like what is happening <laughs> <That's> so great <laughs> so, which i'm sure is a legit headline <laughs> oh for sure it's all of it it's like florida man breaks yep. into x's delivery room and beats up husband while she's giving birth like <laughs> oh my gosh this is the craziest stuff <laughs> oh my god that's so funny so anytime i see florida man i think of that that's awesome <laughs> yep yep my god oh here we go i did it Okay, we're doing this live. So, my All right, what's your story? Florida man 91 threatens pastor over ex-girlfriend. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> yep. Oh, there's a yeah, much worse so, one. That sounds right. One. There's a much worse one, but I'm not saying that on the, on the show. <laughs> it's, not, it's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, no, it is not. It's Florida. You know, Florida. Yeah, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> so with you, with you traveling so much, what do you pack? Oh, that pretty much, you have like a I pretty much have the same stuff that I bring with me every time. Um, so for the summer, I just try to pack, you know, I try to pack as light as possible. Smart. Um, so like pretty much like dress and maybe two shirts and a pair of pants or something that I can kind of rotate through while sure. I'm gone for four days. And then, you know, I've got my workout clothes that I've had in my bag for a year and I've used, have used once, <laughs> um, it's but they're nice there. I think it counts. <laughs> I agree. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> yeah. I think it counts. I'll give it to you. And then, um, like an extra uniform and then all my like necessities and sure like toiletries and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. all the fun stuff. But oh, yeah. yeah, it's. And then I always have my swimming suit because sometimes after a long day, I want to go sit in the hot tub. That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. Are you on your feet? You're going to be on your feet a lot, right? Walking up and down. Uh, and yes, all day. Ooh. So I have, I try to get, it's hard to find shoes that are really comfortable for standing in all day that also 
look nice. Sure. That are like kind of fashionable. Um, so that was a trick when I first started was to find a good shoe Fair. that wasn't going to kill my my feet or my back. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I was able to find some good shoes. And then, you know, you got to though I bring extra shoes, obviously, because I'm not wearing my work shoes during the day. Right. Yeah. And then in the winter, it's harder because you have to pack more stuff in the winter. Oh, sure. And like thicker stuff. So you can't pack as much. So you have to kind of get creative um, with what you pack so that you can kind of wear. You're basically wearing the same stuff every day sure. on your on your overnight. But um, nobody cares because yeah. we're all doing the same thing. We're yeah, all doing the same thing. <laughs> when do you where do, when slash where do you iron your uniform? Because everyone always looks so nice. Um, I don't iron mine. <laughs> nice. I don't either. So I get it, I get it dry cleaned. Oh, so smart. it, yeah. So it's like when I'm better. home, I go get a dry clean and then it comes, I don't have to iron it. If, if it gets really wrinkly, all of the hotel rooms have an ironing board and an iron. So I can do it really quickly in the hotel room if I need to. But, sure. um, yeah, other than that, I don't even bother. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. You got enough to worry about. Yeah. Now I know the pilots, they're, <laughs> they're always ironing their shirts because they get, you know, they're sitting in them all day. So they get super wrinkly sure. every time they're flying. So I know they'll either bring an extra one so they don't have to, or they're ironing their shirt almost every day. Oh man. So I'm just really glad I don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. Man. Have you ever smashed your shin on the cart? Oh yeah, I've smashed yep. my shin. <laughs> I smashed my face on an overhead bin oh, no. because of turbulence. Oh no. <laughs> In front of all the passengers. It was great. Oh, no. <laughs> my glasses went like flying off my face. Oh no. <laughs> you come yeah. back and they're like uh, uh, scared and you're just like, it's fine, it's just turbulence. <laughs> Everything's fine. My face is fine, guys. Yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Should we be worried? She looks worried. Her it's glasses just... are disheveled. <laughs> no, I I recovered very quickly. Like a professional. And, yeah, of course. My captain called me immediately because it was like it was so smooth, and all of a sudden we just hit this like really big pocket of turbulence where it was completely unexpected. Ooh. And it was as I was like turning the corner to walk down the aisle and do my final like safety checks and everything. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, just my face was a goner. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that God. that was fun. That's what we call rite of passage. Um well done. Pretty much. <laughs> if you're not if you don't have any sort of turbulence injury, you're not really a flight attendant yet. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's when you earn the yeah. title. You're a stewardess until that happens. And then you're a Exactly. Attendant. And then you are initiated <laughs> to and a flight you, attendant. <laughs> that is not gender specific. The men are also stewardesses until right. they sustain exactly. the injury. You know? So they, they have to get injured. That's right. It's just part of it. <laughs> which you know, yeah, I respect. It comes with the territory. That's so funny. Do you, so it's it's such a specific thing, like the safety checks and everything. Have you ever mm-hmm. have you ever run out of like the the things that people get every time, like the pretzels and the cheez its and like the usuals? Not the snacks, but the drinks, specifically Diet Coke. Oh, like they never. You would think they would learn how like what people like to drink on sure. the flights, and somehow they never seem to give us enough Diet Coke. Oh boy. That that's always the one that runs out. Whew. When you said you stay in hotels a lot, obviously, right? Yeah. Are you like in a different hotel every night because you're constantly back and forth? Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, boy. if they give me, say it's like a four day trip, so I'm gone. I start on what is this week? I'll start tomorrow, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'll end on Friday, and then each night I'll be in a different city. So wow. So they'll take care of all of the hotel accommodations and everything. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much every night that I'm gone, I'm in a different city. Wow. That is tense. It's fun. I love it. It just, you know, it, it's, it makes it, it keeps it interesting because every time you're gone, you're pretty much doing something new, even though it's the same job, but you're getting to go to different places. Sure. New people, different things. Like it's all. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it, it keeps it exciting. Yeah. I can imagine. And you don't really have a lot. Of, do you have downtime in, within those periods? Um, sometimes. It depends. It depends on the trip. Like, if we are on a trip that 
maybe we're starting super early in the mornings, Mm -hmm. we'll get in earlier in the afternoon, and then we have the rest of the day off in whatever city we end up in that we can do whatever. So we can go explore the city or um, there was one time where we were in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh. And it was about an hour and a half drive from New Orleans. Sweet. And we had a whole day in between our trip that we didn't have any flights. So oh, cool. me and the the pilots rented a car and we drove to New Orleans for the day and just explored the area. There you go. So, yeah, you just need to make the most with, you know, wherever you are and try to have as much fun as you can. Sure, sure. Yeah. Do, so do you ever do more than one flight in a day? Because you're talking about you do. Yeah, I anywhere between the most I've done in one day is five flights. Oh, what? and that's exhausting. I bet <laughs> that is exhausting. Good yeah. lord. Yeah, and that's that's the one on the one I was talking about where you only have the one flight attendant. Um, it's usually those that plane that we have the five flights. So it is just a constant, you know. Very quickly you land, you get everyone off, you get everyone back on again, and you're going. Oh, man. Yeah, those are long days. I bet. Five flights in one day. Good Lord. Usually the yeah. most a traveler will do is like two. You got like a layover and then sometimes three. Yeah, you get that three. one connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, five. <laughs> oh, man. And so when you, you know you're like semi-scheduled up ahead of the time, right? So are mm-hmm. you able to, how often, you know, better question. How often yeah. are there delays for you? Because statistically, I feel like it'd be higher because you're flying more. Yeah. But the average it, person, not very much. Yeah. It, you know, you could go a couple weeks without having any delays, but then you run into, like, this summer in Chicago was horrible because there were thunderstorms. I think it was in June and a little bit into July. There was a thunderstorm almost every single day, and when there's lightning, they can't. Uh, there, it, everything comes to a complete stop at the airport. Oh, really? So, Makes yeah, sense. and they have to wait 15 minutes, and every time there's a lightning strike within a certain number of miles, I don't remember how close to the airport, but within a certain distance, there's a lightning strike, you have to wait another 15 minutes. So Ooh. it keeps getting longer and longer, and then, you know, delays are backing up the next flights, and it can get super messy. Ooh. So that, it was a rough summer with all of the thunderstorms we had, but yeah, I mean, we're probably, we have, on each trip, we have at least one delayed flight per trip. Really? I would say, just due to things that are out of our control, whether it's um, a crew needs their required rest for the night, um, or there's, you know, thunderstorms, and soon it's going to be winter, so then you got all the snowstorms, oh. tons of stuff. But yeah, I would we're, we're probably delayed at least once per trip. Wow. Mm-hmm. In your experience, what do you find delays planes the most? Weather, technical issues, or something else? Um, probably weather is weather's more common. You do have the mechanical delays typically are the longer ones because you're waiting for sometimes they have to fly or drive part in to the airport to fix something. Sure. Um, like I was in Savannah, Georgia for about six hours waiting for something to get fixed. Um, yeah. So I think those, those tend to be the worst ones. Um, whereas whether you can kind of, those are easier to predict and you can plan for those a little better and then you can kind of catch up a little easier too. Sure. Sure. Man. I did. I also didn't realize that there are like regional airlines that don't, like, yeah. that not everything goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So ours, um, there's, there's quite a few of them. And I think ours is one of the the bigger ones. Um, And we operate flights for um, Delta, United, American and Alaska Airlines. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. Huh. That's another thing I learned recently was that different airlines will like share planes. So I'll have like a Delta flight with a Korean airplane. I was like, what is going on? Right, right. Like the, um, they like, it's called code sharing. So they'll have like an international airline that will operate, that you'll like get basically a ticket through United, yep. but 
your next flight, if you're going international, will be on like ANA airlines or something like that. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, that that was something I didn't know until I got this job. Sure. These are the things that we learned. The inner workings. Airports exactly. Airports never and the, the same. And I love it because, you know, every day or every every time I'm working, I'm learning something new about airlines. And it's it's fascinating. And I just there's so much that goes into it that I had no idea. Sure. What's what was the, what's been the biggest surprise? The complexity of scheduling. Really? As far as like getting crews, um, like determining which crew is going to be flying which flight and getting airplanes to a certain area. Because sometimes we're flying an empty airplane to get what? it into a different airport to take people somewhere else. So really? It's yeah. Like there can be you know, you can be stuck somewhere without an airplane. If there's been delays or whatever, you need to get, you might have an extra airplane at maybe one of our maintenance hangars that's ready to go. Mm. So you'll call in pilots to just move that plane over to the other airport to get the passengers out. Wow. Yeah. And there's like all of that, the coordination behind it is insane. Man, have you ever flown in an empty airplane? I have a couple times. Is it it's weird? pretty fun. It it's kind of eerie, especially at night, because you turn oh, all the lights off. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre. What? I can't even imagine that. Just an empty airplane. You're like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, you're just kind of like sitting there, and you can you know take a nap if you want, and you're not really doing anything. <laughs> weird. Huh. Yeah. I didn't even. Know it's not. Thing. It's not very often. Sure. Um, but yeah, it does. It does happen. Huh. How often are planes super booked or overbooked? I mean the second word. Because I, Over, like yeah, I feel like that <laughs> yeah. happens a lot and I don't understand. They, it. Yeah. So I don't remember uh, which one it is. It might be United. They're authorized to overbook a flight by a certain number of tickets because they expect a certain number of people to not show up or not make it on uh... their connection or something like that. So that's when sometimes, you know, you run into the issues where they're asking for volunteers right. to, you know, take the next flight out or something. But, yeah, it's because they have oversold the flight accounting for a certain number of people not making it to it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Which, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but... same. I mean, because I, I always wondered. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how? How is this allowed? X amount yeah. of seats, X amount of people. Like, you, you should know how many seats you have and yeah. only sell that number of seats. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, common sense would tell you huh. would tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. To the defense of the airline, they are expecting... I mean, that's still pretty bold, though. <laughs> it is. It is. Because then, yeah, you have those situations where you need people to to get off. Now, it also happens where, you know, if some somebody misses their connection, they get bumped to the next flight. Oh. Then that affects the the oversold status because then they're oversold because of a previous flight. So it may not have been technically oversold before those other passengers got bumped up onto that flight. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is there overhead space equivalent to the amount of seats in the plane? <laughs> <laughs> I asked the real questions, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting to it. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, and especially on our smaller regional jets, the overhead bins are smaller than on, like, the big Boeings and Airbuses. Mm -hmm. um, so often we have to make, if, especially if they have, like, those, you know, the roller suitcases, those right. pretty much never fit um, in, in our regional jets. So we have to, we do, like, a valet check. So they'll get a little tag for it in the jet bridge and leave it there. And then they just bring it right back up onto the jet bridge once you get there. So you don't have to wait for it. Um, you're not like checking it through. It's still your carry on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely not like equal, <laughs> equal space for the amount I of people. I knew it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> have you ever seen the, where they put the bags in the plane? Like, have you been to every part of a plane? I want to go in the cargo hold so bad. Yeah, right. How do we make that <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't know if I can just kind of weasel my way into like one of our hangers sometime. If I like get to be really good friends with maybe somebody on maintenance or one of the pilots and just see if he can sneak me down there. Because I really want to go in there. Right. It's got to be cool. 
I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Man. So what yeah. what advice would you give to somebody who wants to become a flight attendant? Yeah. Well, make sure that you have the flexibility to uh, maintain this lifestyle because that's a huge part of it. A lot of people will get into it um, thinking that they can adjust to it, but they really just find out they don't want to be gone that much or whatever. It might not fit into their family life or, or whatever they have going on back at home. So just kind of make sure before you even start that you actually are willing to, if you need to move or, you know, be gone for 20 days out of the month or whatever it may be. Um, that, that was a huge part of it for me was just adjusting to that. Um, other than that, um, just if you want to try it, go for it because so many airlines are hiring right now. Um, I know Delta is hiring about 2,500 flight attendants for this coming year. Oh, man. That was a yeah. different number than I expected. <laughs> yes. Yeah, almost somewhere between like 2,500 and 3,000 new flight attendants. So they're, you know, they're hiring like crazy. Um, our company is always hiring. I'm with SkyWest. Right on. Um, and I think Southwest is about to open theirs. So, yeah, as long as as long as you're actually like prepared for the kind of lifestyle sure i would i would go for it because it's it's so much fun and you know you get to not only while you're working but then you get the benefits um aside from that you get to go explore all over the world yeah that's cool that's a that makes sense though to to keep in mind how much the job takes as well you know Mm -hmm. like be be aware for how involved it is yeah, yeah, and it you know it happened to a couple a couple people that were in my training class. They just you know got a few months into it and realized how much they actually had to be gone, and just realized you know it's not for me. I'm gonna go back to what I was doing before, and that's totally fine. It's it's not a lifestyle for everybody, but um, if you can make it work with your home life and all of that, it's awesome. Sure. It's as demanding as it is rewarding, which is what you want, ideally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if someone does become a stewardess, do you got any little tips for them? Be like, hey, the pretzel's in the left. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The the Stroop Waffles on United are so delicious. Yeah, they are. I've had to like cut myself off from eating those. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. Um, and if you're on American, if you're like working in the first class area, mm-hmm. the snack baskets that we give to first class um, are very tasty because hey. sometimes there will be some leftover, you know, snacks in there from the flight. So I like those it. are those are my go-to treats. American has the best snack basket, I think. Not bad. Not bad at all. Those yeah. waffles are so good. Oh, my gosh. My and goodness. I think you can get them at, like, Target now or Walmart or something like that. I've been seeing them pop up yeah. a few places. Ooh. Apparently, you're supposed to, like, put them on a cup of, like, tea or coffee. You, yes. So I've you, never done that. Have you done they it? They fit perfect. Oh, that's the only <laughs> way you can eat a waffle. I am a heathen. You put it Therefore, over. I just eat it. <laughs> Do you, Are you a coffee drinker? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you get a cup of coffee and you just unwrap it and you set it right like above the coffee, like on the rim of the cup. Yeah. And you just let the heat like it uh, let gets the caramel all gooey and you break it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. I've never <laughs> eaten it like that the proper way. I've always just. Like, oh, it's a game changer. It. Yeah. No, 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 no. I feel like I'm a different man now. I mean, in a hurry, it's OK to just like unwrap it and eat it like like yep. a heathen like yep. that but yeah. um <laughs> but the true uh, the real way to eat it is to heat it up right you know over tea or something but sure it's so good Ooh. and those are on united noted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's amazing man can you believe we've talked for an hour already mm-hmm. has it been an hour yeah it has Woo! i know time flies pretty good right pretty good this was super fun we've had a good time yeah yeah, no, I I enjoy talking about this, especially, you know, with 
you know, people that don't really know anybody else in the industry and has never, um, like, kind of heard the inner workings of it before. Sure. Um, I just like to hear the questions that people come up with because it, they're the same questions that I had when I first got the job. And it's fun just kind of sharing all of that with everybody. Yeah. And that's the secret to my show. I don't know anything. So it works out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all you know so that I know everything. Uh, it starts with <laughs> not a lot and then Star Wars. Um, right. <laughs> But well, Star Wars is the backbone of everything. That's what obviously. I've been trying to say for so long. I'm going to put you in contact with my wife. Um, I... but... <laughs> <laughs> but where... You can sway her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you online if they want to ask you yeah. questions or be like, hey, that's really cool? Yeah, I'm pretty much the most active on Instagram. Love it. Um, and it's Travelin' Tater. Love it. So that is my that's my Instagram. I I like never use Twitter. Sometimes yeah, I'll okay. go on there to check somebody's feed, but never do anything on there. So that's yeah, pretty much just Instagram. Instagram's the superior social media. There I said it. It is. Boom. The lines in the If sand. I could just have one, it would be Instagram. Like I could do without Facebook or any of the other ones. Yeah, I think I'm the same. Yeah. Man. Well, fly safe, I guess. Is that what you Thank say? You. Is, there, is there a sign off? Do you guys have like a cool thing it's... that you say? <laughs> Well, United, I guess, thinks it's cool. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess. I don't, I think they got rid of it because they realized it, was, <laughs> it wasn't that great. <laughs> it was, um, thank you for flying the friendly skies with us today. Okay. Which uh, I'm not a huge fan of, so yeah. I never say it. Yeah, I can't say But that, that was their thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> yeah. Because then there's always going to be that one guy like, there was turbulence. It wasn't friendly at all. It was, like, that's right, not a fair. friendly sky. No. God, that no, sky that's probably me. why they got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not, that's Cle not nice. Clear skies, I guess, is a thing, right? We can. Clear skies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the thing? The you are now free to move out the cabin. Oh, there we go. That's the good I one. I like. <laughs> I like to do like. Now I just forgot it. But it's basically like, you're not free to move about the world. Like, there just we go. Go enjoy your travels. Yeah. And, yeah. The seatbelt sign is off. <laughs> yeah. You're now free. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> even, li nobody listens to it anyway. So in their minds, they're always free. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's how you end it. Yeah. Just be, yeah. be free. <laughs> be free. Go, go be free. That's right. Hey. <laughs> Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at brianbalance.com. That's balance with two L's. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps. Let them know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to get you some sweet gear. Also, I made a Patreon. So if you'd like to support the show and get access to other exclusive shows about a bunch of random things, you can now do that at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, Logan, Victor, JC, and Christina. Your support means so much to me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.